Lord. So we are now recording. All right. So, Lord, we thank you so much for what you are doing here at Marie Sandvik Center and what you're doing all around the world. And we just thank you that you, you continue to give us downloads that encourage us and encourage others. And, Lord, I just pray that you would continue that um, during this time as well. In your precious name, amen. All right, so here's my uh, illustration that just hit me today. And part of it came from when we were doing some stuff with the kids uh, actually yesterday. But uh, that song that we were listening to, uh, He Makes All Things New, okay? Um, I just love that song because most of the time, in fact, all of the time, anything here on earth that you have, from the time you buy it, 30 seconds after you buy it, it's no longer new, okay? The shirt that I'm wearing, when I had it, it was new. Now it's not new anymore, okay? Um, I have a car. I've had it for a while. The, the second I got it, it was not new. It wasn't even new when I bought it because it was three years old when I bought it, okay? And it just, it, it makes me laugh how so much of our culture is all focused on Oh, new. Oh, you got this new thing, right? Got to have it. Exactly. That's even one of the slogans, right, that everybody has, right? And why do, why do you think all of our people running businesses want people to buy stuff that's new? So they can make money, so that they can buy new stuff, so that they can feel like they're somebody. It's like, I'm sorry, my friends. It doesn't work. So... I have a new twist on my, my illustration, though. And here's my twist. I have a golf tee. That's not going to work because I can't break it. All right. What can I use? I'll use this pencil. Hey, Bobby, can you help me out? Sure. This pencil isn't that new, so it's okay. All right, so, Bobby, I want you to pretend like you were... You were doing some writing and you are having a really good time and then accidentally you broke that pencil. So go ahead and accidentally break that pencil. Break. break that pencil and bring it. No, break it. Just break it. Okay. Now I want you to bring that pencil to me and I want you to pretend like I'm Jesus and you want me to make this pencil new. Okay. So let's do that. Go ahead, hand it to me, and then say, can you make that new? Can you make that new? Jesus would say, sure, I can. Now, what I want everybody in the room right now to think is, when you bring something to Jesus that you broke, what do you imagine is the expression on his face when he says, yes, I will make that new? It's excitement. You can sit back down, Bobby. It may be excitement, but for me, that's not the first thing I think of. The first thing I think of is what happens when human beings, when I come, to, when I, when like when I went to my dad. My dad was amazing. He was a great dad, but he wasn't perfect. And there were times where I would break something, right? And I would bring it to him, and I would say, "I broke something." And maybe his first reaction wasn't. Oh, great. Thanks for being honest that I broke something, right? His first reaction might be, ah, what are you doing? Okay? 
And a little bit of anger in there. Okay? So here's what I want you guys to really let sink in. And this is what we talked about the other day, too. I want everybody to take and show me, even those of you that have masks on, you can, I'll give you permission to take your mask off for a couple seconds. I want everybody to show me your biggest smile. Come on. Show me your biggest smile. There you go. Show me all your teeth. Here you go. Okay. Notice how everybody can't stop laughing now because I'm smiling really big at you. You're like, man, he's goofy. He's got that goofy smile. That is the look that is in God's face when you bring him your brokenness. When you bring him the mess that you made of your life. When you bring him your sin. When you are honest with him about what is going on with your life. Everything that you bring to God, when he makes you new, he has the biggest smile on his face because he loves you so much. Let that into your heart. Let that into your mind. God doesn't go, oh, okay, I guess I'll make this new. I guess I'll make this new for you. Here, I'm going to do it. See, there it is. Now you should be happy with that. But most of us, that's what we think in our mind God is. Because we think God is like the people in our lives. So I hope that encourages you, my friends. Because we serve a God who is amazing. He loves us. He wants what's best for us. And it doesn't matter how big of a mess you bring to him. He is excited to clean it up. Now here's another thing. (laughs) We've talked about this before. When, I love to use Bobby because he's always here. So say Bobby, say Bobby and I, uh, I'm walking up and I'm having a really bad day, right? And Bo- I see Bobby and we're, we're out here walking on, uh, on Franklin Avenue. And I see him and I don't know why, but all of a sudden I just, I just haul off and smack him right in the face. And then immediately... I fall to my knees and I say, Bobby, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. I should not have done that. I've known Bobby for a long time, so I think he would forgive me. I'm pretty sure that he would forgive me. You know he would, and I know you'd be sincere, right? But let's pretend for a second that I, the next day I saw him and the same thing happened again. And I was completely sincere in my asking for forgiveness from Mr. Bobby Jones. Next time you saw me the third day, Bobby, would you be getting on the other side of the street? Maybe? (laughs) He'd go to his brother Mike and say, you got to cut him. (laughs) You know what? It is... Our, uh, our current culture, and, we, and we're going to talk again about this, this, this bumper, this, uh, this, uh, this uh, poster that we were talking about yet on Tuesday. We're going to talk about this poster some more. But our culture that sounds so 
loving and respectful and, oh, you can be whoever you want to be. Whatever you want to be, it's totally fine. Is okay as long as you're doing what they think is okay. But if you're somebody that says, well, I serve Jesus, and Jesus says there's only one way to him. And it's not through me, it's through him. And Jesus definitely wants to forgive our sin, but he's never going to condone our sin. You see, there's a huge difference between going back to my broken pencil illustration. See, what's happening in our current culture is we're breaking our pencil and then we're saying, yeah, I meant to do that. It's no big deal. doesn't matter. There is no humility. There is no repentance in our current culture. Everybody is being told, oh, you just do whatever you want to. And then if somebody gives you a hard time, just say, who are you? Or call them a racist. I've had people right while we're in the middle of kids club and we're talking about following Jesus, I've had students actually reach over and grab their phone, which we have taken away from them because they were doing what they were not supposed to. And then I have said to them, while they're grabbing their phone, I said, are you taking your phone back after I took it away from you? And the student actually said no. They were reaching and grabbing their phone, and I asked them, are you taking your phone back? And they actually said no to me. That is the most blatant lie I have ever heard in my life. Right in front of you. Right in front of me. (laughs) And I submit to you that that child did not learn to do that in a vacuum. We have a culture that is saying to people, do what you want. Do whatever you want. Consequences are none. Consequences don't matter, exactly. So again, we got to draw a very clear line, okay? Because again, I can believe I can believe that I can do whatever I want to. Right? But what happens, remember that poster, and I'm almost out of time, so I don't have even time to pull the the poster up. But if I describe the poster, you guys, you'll all know what it is. The way the poster goes is uh, uh, something about in our our house, we believe, and then they go through all these different things, okay? And on Tuesday, we talked about the fact that everybody does have the right to believe what they want to believe. That is true, okay? Everybody has a right to believe what they want to believe, but everybody does not have the right to choose whatever consequences they want to for believing what they want to believe. That's the difference, okay? If I jump off a, if I jump out of a plane without a parachute and the whole t- way down, I'm saying, I'm not going to go splat. I believe I'm not going to go splat. I believe I'm not going to go sp- I'm going splat, my friend. So you can believe what you, whatever you want to, but you don't get to pick what the consequences of your belief system are. At some point, you have to bump up against the truth. And you have to take what you believe, and you have to say, well, what are the reasons that I have to believe whatever it is that I'm believing? 
we've talked about this before and here a lot, is there's lots of people that, that uh, believe in lots of different things. And I say that the, the biggest reason why I follow Jesus is one that is very underutilized when it comes to apologetics. Is there is not a person in this room or on this entire planet that can think of anything that is worse than hell. You can't. Hell is utter darkness, utter pain, utter despair, regret for all of eternity. Okay? And even using those words doesn't give it justice. It, it, hell is the worst, worst, worst times five billion that you will ever experience. So I tell people, if you can't think of anything worse than hell, if you're a smart person, if you want to believe the right way, I would cover your bases and make sure you don't go there. You can go anywhere else when you die, but make sure you don't go to hell, my friend. Don't go to hell. And how many times does Jesus give more and more. He gives opportunity. He gives opportunity. He gives opportunity. And when we come to him and we say we're sorry and we give him our broken pencil, he will totally forgive us and be excited. But if we don't, if we have that wonderful ego that Satan had when he got kicked out of heaven, where we think, you know what? I don't need anybody. I, I make my own reality. I can do whatever I want. Well, see how well that works once you stop breathing, my friend. Because if you are wrong, you are going to be sadly mistaken, not for a little bit of time, but for a long time. So I cannot emphasize that enough. So again, going back to my poster, yes, everybody has to choose what they believe. But I encourage people to be wise in that choice and actually analyze what the different options are. Um, as that poster went down, there was a lot of different things. You know, love is love, and we talked about how that doesn't make any sense. You can't uh, define something by just saying it again. You know, we said, like, if I say, uh, well, how do you, how do you, um, that's some really nice banana cake you made. Um, what's in it? Well, it's banana cake. No, what's the recipe? No, it's banana cake. You can't just say the same thing and say that you're saying what it is. Okay? So saying love is love is an illogical statement. There's a recipe to it. Yeah. You have to define your terms. You have to say, well, this is what love is, and this is the basis upon which I am determining what love is. Okay? Um, and if you do some Google searches, you can see that there's tons of different stuff to, to read about that. We don't have time. I only got uh, another three minutes. But I hope you guys understand that the divide, just like there's this little extra line that we have down in the middle of our chapel, there is a great divide between those who humbly come to God and say, hey, I broke and I am not, I'm not deciding for myself what I believe, but instead I'm going to come to you, Jesus, and I'm going to come to you in humility 
And I'm going to say, me trying to do things on my own makes the biggest mess ever. See, that's the part that just drives me crazy, is is that the, the very people that are saying, hey, my way of doing life is amazing. Like these actors, you know, that like to say, oh, yeah, this is, this, this, this is just the coolest way to live, man. I kind of do whatever I want, and I just kind of find my truth, and then, you know, it, it just all works out, man. You know, you just got to do that. And then you look, and you see that they, they're on their third marriage. And then you've got people like Chris Farley, who dies from an overdose. You got people like Robin Williams, who was just extremely talented, but extremely depressed. And he died using drugs to try to make himself feel okay. And he had all kinds of money and fame and whatever. So if you look at these people that are saying that their way of doing things works, there is mountains of evidence to say it doesn't work. And I'll tell you, my friends, I did the same thing. I'm so glad, though, that I came honestly to Jesus and I said, Jesus, I need you to fix me. And I don't just need you to fix my pencil. I need you to fix everything in me. I need you to fix my heart. I need you to fix my motives. I need you to fix my mind. Jesus, I need you to fix my want to. You guys know what it's like to have a want to that doesn't want what you know you should want? Okay, everybody's got that, right? Everybody's got those wants that we know we shouldn't want. And most of us that decide to follow Jesus, what we do is we white knuckle it and we go, oh, I should try to not do that. Instead, I'm just honest with Jesus. I say, here's the deal, Jesus. I want to go do this, but I know I shouldn't. I know it's against your word and I don't want it. So what I do is I say, Jesus, I give you permission to heal my want to. Help me to not want to do that. Change my heart. Help me to steer clear of that. And it's amazing. Every time I do that, for some reason, I end up not doing the thing that I don't want to do. Honest communication with Jesus. Humbly is where life has to be, my friends. So, that's where we're at. I have no clue where all that came from. But I think it was what God wanted us to hear.